to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Buenas noches, señores y señoras de España. JK, I'm home. Hello. Did you miss me, Indy? I I saw you last week, so yeah. (laughs) I literally was gone for like an hour. (laughs) And I was like, if if we had missed like an episode, then yeah. But I was like, oh, you are back. You did go for like three days. I mean, your eye roll that they can't see was giving. You missed this energy. (laughs) It's called delirium, guys. Who knows? What day? What time is it? What's going on? I know it's Thursday. I thought about that today. I was like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Where am I? I was so confused on Saturday because I was out till like, or I got back at like maybe like two o'clock in the morning, but I forgot about the time change. So it was all of a sudden 3.30 and I'm like, and I'm drunk. So I'm like, like, get two hours of life like what the fuck happened and then I realized like oh I was flying to Spain during the time change so I like kind of missed it you know what I mean because like I was already getting fucked over by the time difference regardless so like yeah the one hour didn't affect me and then I got home last night and immediately I changed like my microwave and my oven clocks because you know it's just a little button right I have an analog clock on um above my tv and so I was like oh, I'll do that tomorrow and today like as you and I were texting I'm like here what time are we meeting and stuff I like looked outside and I was like isn't the sun supposed to be setting later because of this whole thing and then I realized oh I didn't move that clock forward an hour <laughs> not 5 30 you dumb bitch <laughs> like whoops but yeah halfway through tour <laughs> leaving again Sunday for work so let's go. And then the last trip is Bali. Yep. Billy Bali. Jersey never been kissed when they're like, when, um, what's her name? Drew Barrymore thinks she sees like her high school crush and she's like, Billy. Yeah. And the teacher's like, where are you from? And she's like, Billy Bali. Ah, the island nation of Bali. <laughs> and then later we learn it's not a country. It's like a province. Yeah of indonesia oh white people okay (laughs) well that's why this is pop of color pod welcome i hope india put the intro in there so we don't have to explain it to you but just in case two girls of color talking about underrated bravo shows with inclusive casts out here and some of our other shows that piss us off oh yeah we do talk about los gringos sometimes because they be doing wild things. I think Charlie's part Latina, so we can talk about Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> and Lala appropriates every culture. So I was so weak on that episode around. when or last week when um Oliver was asking, so what are if what are your real names? And Lala's like, Lauren. And <gasps> Raquel's like Rachel. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like two white women just out here <gasps> trying to be like cooler. Hilaria. They literally said something like that. Like I was so wait. I missed that. That's hilarious. Oliver was on, so it's a pop of color that was on Pump of Rules. 
He yeah. was a pop of color, I should say. Um, before we get started, since you've been working diligently today, and so have I, everybody, but from home, so I could look at my phone. Um, I just got, we got a new, whatever you want to call it. You know how like every hour there's like a new scan of all like, oh, there's this claim and that claim. Yeah. This one did make me gasp for a minute <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's fake, but if it's not, I was like, <gasps> so apparently someone submitted to Dumois that um, the subject is the Scandaval origin story. This is all alleged, everybody. I'm not yeah. trying to get sued by Rachel. Um, Sandoval, Ariana, and Raquel had a threesome, and Sandoval continued to pursue Raquel after that. In an interview at the Vanderpump premiere, an interviewer asks him about his open relationship. He denies it, and Short says, not anymore. And the interviewer goes one step further, asks if you guys ever did a throuple anyone on the cast you'd want to be a part of it sandoval says i don't know but Schwartz says didn't it already happen Mm. there's more but that's like the most interesting part was just that uh if that were the case you should never know the third first rule of a threesome i kind of i don't know if i heard that before or if i dreamed i had not heard that before so i was just like I don't know if I heard it before or dreamed it. I can't, sometimes I don't know because. Come on, bruja. I am a bruja. However, it would make sense of like how it all even happened. And then obviously this recent episode of Summer House, I'm not Summer House, BPR, we can see more of the backstory of mm-hmm. Ra- Raquel and like her mental downward spiral of lost. She's basically Kanye, I'm lost in the world. <laughs> India's mission, y'all. I love that song. To get us on his side. I love the album. Um, <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to Rachel soon because I do have some hot takes on that this week's episode. I listen. I did my work today. I caught up all my back emails, did the tasks I need to do, and then I caught up on my pop work and literally like binged back to back to back all the episodes for you guys. So know that I take this seriously <laughs> okay well That's let's see if you did the rest of your homework who's your poppy and poopy <laughs> but you know what I did think about the word poppy today because I was watching did you watch below deck this week yeah um miss ma'am Leanne was like in South Africa poppy is dumb American blonde <laughs> and I was like oh that's just what I'm gonna make my poppy this week is one of the dumb American blondes um so I choose Oh, wait, no, because that means I like them. Yeah. Well, I choose Hub House. <laughs> um, actually, you know who my poppy of the week this is? Is Carl. Um, and we'll get into it. But, you know, definition of hashtag growth. I just like how he handles himself. I'm very proud of how far he's made it. The scene with Sharon. We love, we love mom and son energy. So... I was like, look at this grown man in the middle yeah. of all this mess. So shout out to Carl. There's this like, there was a clip where like he was bent over like kissing Lindsay and his ass was straight in the camera. I was like, God is good. <laughs> we <laughs> all love the time. <laughs> and all the time, God is good. Um, My movie of the week is absolutely Larsa Pippen Jordan or Larsa Jordan Pippen, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever she prefers today. Larsa Pippen, Jordan West, West Jordan Pippen, whatever you want to call her, allegedly. Can't I just can't stand stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mind. And 
if you haven't looked at our Twitter today, India, you can look at it later. I might've tweeted, you're allowed to be an asshole if you're smart. And that's why we keep Adriana Alexia Marisol. Oh, but Larson, I mean, like the idiocy when yeah. she said, and we'll hit it, but like when she told an anesthesiologist, get a real job. Yeah. Ma'am. Get I mean, you can definitely tell town. on like who Andy and, was like trying to be like, okay. It was like a mom being like, okay, do you know what you did wrong? Like, do you, can you see it? Do you, do you see it? Like that was Andy and with Larson and Alexia, the entire reunion. And literally um, during like the breaks, you know, when they're in the dressing room and stuff. And she's like, I just don't know why her husband's like going to go after me. Like they must be bored in their relationship. No, dude, that's called respecting his wife. Well, his right. like, you know, common law wife, whatever. Like, like Nicole said, protecting your family. Like she's so like, she's an actual idiot. And so I just have yeah. no words because it's just like witnessing. And she, I love all the shoots that are like, and she thought she did something. Oh, so nothing. yeah. Well, see, look, I did my homework so easy. The reason it was easy was because it's fresh in my mind because I watched it today. Good job. Yeah, that's what I have to do. <laughs> Moving forward. Golden star. Thanks, mom. Um, so my poppy was actually a dumb blonde American and it was Hub House. <laughs> Woo! Rad House. We love a couple. And I just put her as the poppy, not because she necessarily did anything to deserve it, but because everyone else on the show is obsessed with her it's like it's a cult we will get into it but it is giving cult um it's giving i have nothing else to to talk about and then of course you know the producers could have just layered everything around it however the fact that y'all are still talking this much about it is a problem um my poopy goes out to the rest of the house mine's page page didn't really do too much this week page and sierra didn't really do too much um, which is but, a nice, which is nice for them. Okay, so I would say the rest of the house, as in Amanda, Kyle, Loki, Danielle, Maya, Danielle, all I'm, four I'm of them. Turning on my fellow Boricua, she is losing me. All four of them are like, oof, losing me. Um, but we'll get into it. Yep. <laughs> did you also hear how Juan Dixon was fired? I sure did. Um, I sent it to Amber because we love talking about Wandix. <laughs> um, I wonder what his really sign great. is, like what his astrological been, sign is. I heard he's a Libra, which oof, ooh, no comment on the Libra man except all the comments because I said all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. I would know. Um, and then also Shep apparently like complaining about Libra Taylor man. and also hooking up. But I honestly, I've shipped, I think everyone norm, like has shipped Taylor and Austin. Like, it's like, we would rather see y'all together, but. Confirmed, Juan Dixon's a Libra, October 9th. Ooh. Yikes. Former head coach of Coppin State. Uh, <laughs> I guess like Shep and, uh, not Shep and Austin. <laughs> Taylor I mean, and Austin that would be, be a fight. Fine. You know what I'm interested in though, was like, I don't know if we talked about this last week because I've been delirious, but um, I'm interested in the Olivia Madison friendship forming as a result of like all this stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, I love blonde bitches in power together rather than against one another. 
That's why my I just don't is, care when they're friends. I mean, my whole thing is like, you know, I feel like the gringos love to pass each other around, aka BPR. Yes, yes. Um, Swapping bodies. But also, it's like if you were never in a serious, like take, like there was no way that Austin and Olivia were serious. Like, I'm sorry, but like, no, that was very staged. It and was also, very. He was still recovering, like thrice over from his mess of life of yeah like Lindsay Sierra overlap yeah like so like I feel like Olivia should just get over it like okay like if my friend is happy I know that me and Austin aren't meant to be together I can get over it like I just don't think it's a deep for her to well, be plotting against no I don't think they're plotting I just think that they're gonna have like fun energy to you know like what I'm saying is that some yeah. women are better as allies then like I've still and I know it's never gonna happen for me I always would want Paige and Lindsay to be friends yeah I do I feel like they'd be so great if they were friends but Paige has grown so much especially since she's turned 30 she's just so mature these days and less like messy she's like I've been listening to the pod I do my thing is is that unfortunately she's tethered to Craig who's a Lindsay hater and low-key misogynist so it's not gonna happen for her but unless I mean, she hopefully she decides. changes yeah hopefully she changes Craig and not the other way around you know I would mm, good luck to that because now he's pretty strong and she couldn't do it she tried <laughs> she cleaned him up because he was a ragamuffin but Naomi also wasn't supportive of like his true his she kind of shot him down for not being traditional that's true that's true yeah they both him and Paige both have similar like dreams. And- yeah, and like he look, look at me coming around to your thoughts. Yeah, twenty twenty three, Astro New Year coming. <laughs> I'm opening my mind. You're right. Yeah, it's you're right. five days. Open it wide open, eyes wide shut. What? Nope. Not eyes wide that. open. <laughs> eyes wide shut is summer house, <laughs> except not as fun. <laughs> um. <laughs> What were we even talking about? Blonde bitches being friends. Oh yeah. Um, the Taylor thing, the thing is, is like, so I've always said, and it just doesn't happen because like my friend groups, we don't really have, well, in college, she got a little, not she, me, but like she, the group got a little messy on my white side, but overall my friends and I don't have similar types. And so it's hard to say like, oh, that would happen. But um, I've always told someone like, Hey, if you went on a date with someone and you were like, well, you're not for me, but like, I think you'd like my friend. Or if I had the same thing happen, I would be very open to that idea because it's like, someone's already vetted them. And so like, well, not my type, but like, you'd be a good fit with this person. I think that's actually a really good idea. And one of my friends is like, that's weird. And I'm like, if you didn't sleep together more than once, is it that bad? Like, you know what I mean? Like if it wasn't like a deep relationship, you know what I mean? Like if you just hooked up for a couple weeks or something. I think some people are just super territorial for no reason. Like if you don't see that yeah. as your life partner, let it go. Or if you guys didn't have anything serious where you, at one point you thought he was going to be your life partner, let it go. But if like you guys just hooked up and you don't care, like, like I, there was this one time where I hooked up with this guy a few times hooked up with this guy a few times and then um 
like a, a girl that I know, like that I'm friends with, like my, like this is years later, mind you, like years later, like who gives a, a flying Yeah, fuck? there's also a very big statute of limitations too. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, he told me that like you guys used to like date. And I was like, why would he tell you that? Like, no, one did not. First of all, I wasn't trying to claim him publicly. I wasn't trying to claim. And you never really (laughs) see men trying to claim women like that if they like together. And he truly was like wanting to brag that you were on the roster at some point. I can't. I mean, I appreciate it, but please don't. (laughs) I can't we all love it but please don't and i'm thinking maybe because it was all we all went out together when i like like he was casually in town with like some other people and like we all were happened to be in the same group together like you know like drinking and stuff but like if i don't mention it you shouldn't like why would you care Mm -hmm. yeah we had this deep thing no we didn't sure surface also don't you feel like again this is like tale as old as time but it's always like women are I was thinking about saying trademark Beauty and the Beast, but I was like, is it giving Disney at all? <laughs> um, but like people, you know, people always posit like women as being crazy and all this stuff. But let me tell you something about straight men. You'll do something once and they will remember it like 13 years later. I think I've told this story, but there is like a guy you stuck up with in college that couldn't even look at me in church india <laughs> because we went to the same church on campus <laughs> for four we would be like not in t- you know when you can't help it you can't help that that all the other pews got taken so you're kind of near that person and in like catholic service you know we always do peace be with you and you're supposed to shake hands with people why is he swerving me at church when he did wrong let me tell you something <laughs> and even like at homecomings after we graduated oh, everybody wow. we had a lot of same friends everybody would say hi and he would be like looking at the corner what a clown and guess what sign he is libra no a cancer (laughs) oh remember the lesson cancer man they a mess i don't know why i'm talking tonight tonight is a night um anyways i don't know where we were at but should we talk about the shows we watched this week? Let's do it. All right. Vamonos a Miami para hablar de la reunión. Um, part two reunion. We don't really dig into reunions, but let me tell you that I was heated at, like we said, Lars on Alexia. Whatever that never before seen clip of Alexia telling Julia that Alexia is part of, like a larger part of the queer community than she is. I know it's out of context. We really don't know what she was talking about. But I don't want to know. But yes, I'd rather not because you already sound ignorant as fuck. Like, what is wrong with you? And then I really couldn't with, like, when they were taking, like, their lunch break or whatever, and Alexa came to, like, fake apologize to Julia. And Julia was like, listen, I have, like, a lot of deeper stuff going on. Like, my wife is sick. I just want everyone to, like, have resolution and think about what matters. And Alexia turned it into like about herself. She's like, yes. And what matters to me is that Adriana is wrong. And then just like kept fighting her. And I was like, Alexia, you're so fucking selfish. I just. A psycho. I can't believe. And then it's like that thing of like, where you just are like, oh, men want this. I don't understand. But like, this is what men want are like crazy bitches who are fighting about nothing. 
And then they're always complaining about bitches being crazy. I don't get it. But I did enjoy the dark side of me did enjoy her and Adriana yelling at each other and calling each other evil and the devil. I was like, I could watch this for years. <laughs> of course. <you> could. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. <laughs> Just because they're both so bad. And then like, they have the same hair, but one has dark hair and one has light hair. So it's giving, you know, light and dark. It's giving yeah. contrast <laughs> because they're both evil. So it's not like Alexia is good. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I question. mean, they're both evil, but I just definitely think that one is eviler than the other. I think they're equally evil. <laughs> um, question, Larsa, sex four times a night every day for 23 years. She True. lied about her ass, so I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. Well, I did think maybe he put it in other holes, like four times <laughs> a night. <laughs> I was like, one time in your mouth, one time in your vagina, one time in your butt. And then he picked a bonus second time every night. I'm and on her period. Uh, I'm I don't do like I don't judge people, y'all. I don't judge people, but we know that I have a history of reproductive health issues. I'm not touching it. I'll make out, but nothing is going near my vagina during my period. That's just me personally. I'm not saying it's wrong for everyone. I don't want it. Lifestyle. I don't want it. I want to be cuddled. I want to be babied, like rub my hair or something. Kiss me. That's it. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even want that. But yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't want that. Sometimes I want to lay alone like an inpatient and just have a heating pad. Yeah. And sleep for 12 hours. That was this morning. I had cramps and I was like, oh, I thought this was over. But yeah, Larsa. Go ahead and be a big sex doll. Larsa Jordan Pippen. Anyway. She acted like she had no choice. Like, like, no, she yeah. acted like she she did the thing, the like that like, art. Are you on handmade sale? Like, shut up. <laughs> no, to me, she was doing that like half I had to do it, but like second, like I like doing like I like being the service girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like being the sex object because like that's what makes I'm like, weren't you raising four children? There's only 24 hours in a day. I was thinking about like making time to work out, time to eat, have children. And then you're also, were you fucking four times a day every night while you were pregnant? Right. And when you have your period like, and when you're just hormonal, like shut up. I doubtful. I, I highly doubt that she was fucking. I mean, we know balls, but I just was like, let's go through the possibilities of how <laughs> this is happening. I just. I doubt like at that point, her- Scotty would be like. Like piss like off of white chicks. I mean, it's like your sperm's all just like with the powder. I can't. I can't. That would be Scotty Pippen's penis if he fucked every single night, twenty three years, four times four a times night. A night. Yeah, and she said four times a night. Four so times a were, night. Like, so they were only doing that. There's only so much time in the night. PM to four thirty a.m. That's all you got. Eventually he has to sleep. He's an athlete. Yeah, no. Unless he just came four times in like 30 minutes. I, mean, I know the recovery takes longer, but maybe he was just horny for her tiny ass back in 2011. Who knows? Her pointy nose. But anyway, that's not my business. Yeah. Um, it's giving it reminds me of Tamara Judge when she told Gretchen, um, is your 
ass jealous of the shit that comes out of your mouth because Miss Man was full of lies and slander. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, Andy being like, do you not understand what an implication is? Like, if you say something, it has an effect. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said it in the first place. Yeah. And just like. <sighs> She's the worst. Like, Andy just kept saying like, okay, so do you get why she feels this way? Like, do you get how like offensive that is to say someone has a kid out of wedlock like trying to get both her and alexia like he asked both of them like do you regret saying anything like is there anything that you regret or anything you want to apologize for like he, he only asked her, those two about that because it, they, both I of them are outlandish half a point in that watch what happens live recently she that was that she did after recording the reunion she had said like hey, I do regret this. And he was like, well, that's growth from what we filmed because you didn't regret it like two weeks ago. (laughs) Maybe she did realize that she was fucked up. I also like can't with Marisol and Alexia backing her when like they did not fuck with her before just because they want like, it's like a a convenience. You know what I mean? Like they just want to hire against these new people. I'm like, Marisol, you are full of fucking shit because one, you were boring as hell your first three seasons on this show. Um, and then I loved how they showed like the flashback to first of all Lars's first face and also the fact that Marisol couldn't stand her at the beginning. Right. Talking that shit about her mom. Lars is disrespectful. I don't fuck with her. I love how gagged she was when Julia revealed that the per- the man she was kissing was Naim Khan, the designer, because they all know who that is. And it all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I would be kissing him too. You know, Alexia real quick was like trying to network. I was right. like, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut yeah, up. all of it got on my nerves. Um Put on, girl. I could not. It's just like and like also, the thing. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, Larsa just kept like saying like outlandish things that just made the argument like worse. Like yeah. it didn't make it she better. Just took her own grave. Like, yeah, Nicole has a an actual job where she puts people to sleep your job is OnlyFans and no, there's no shade to OnlyFans. That's a job yeah. too, but like, don't shade, don't but shade don't somebody else's job. Yeah. And Julia's like, I like how Julia was like out of this whole couch, even over Adriana. Like I trust Nicole the most. Like she was there for me holding my hand when Martina like had to like have like her like surgical procedures. Like she's- and that Nicole was her anesthesiologist. That was yeah. major. Yeah. She literally said, like, I put my wife's life like life in her hands and thereby putting my life in her hands. Yeah. Because if something happened to my wife, like that would destroy me. Yeah. And Larson Alessia had to shut the fuck up. Dumbass bitches. She brought Marcus Jordan to the reunion for what? For what? Like, why would he want to be there? Legs. We're friends. Now we're lovers. He has a size 15 shoe. He'll fill it well. Bitch, bye. <laughs> and I love how they did bring up Malik Beasley. Yeah. Like, did Nicole bring that up? She's like, you, yeah. She was, Nicole was like, you've actually, it's proven that you've been with a married man. Like y'all are just saying rumors. Like it's been yeah. proven that you were. Yeah. I love yeah. how Nicole was like, with that Instagram account, Larsa invented with zero followers. <laughs> I was weak. I was weak. It was so good. I, I was going to say that I forgot to mention last week how I screamed when Adriana was like, I'm taking an abnormal psychology class 
I'm like, no, you are not. But if you are, I'm weak that you are. <laughs> oh my God, abnormal psychology. If you're psychology. on a like, music career with Emilio Estefan and taking abnormal psych, like, come on, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, I stand for Andy saying Larsa was being an asshole. Like that was an asshole thing to say. Yeah, like even Andy's calling you an asshole. Like iconic, and also the way like they couldn't accept that like Nicole came up with the mirror thing. Yeah, you're not that clever, and I was just like, y'all are mad that you didn't do it. Yeah, that's what that was. That's and all. Said, and it's not it. like she said, I completely took credit for it. She said, me and my makeup artist, we were talking about it and we came up with it. Like, exactly. <sighs> she gave They're credit where credit was due. They are. She lives rent free in their mind. Like, Larissa just keeps saying, like, you're like to, or Alexa keeps saying to, um, to Adriana, like, you're jealous of me. You're jealous of me. But the real, and like, Larissa's saying, like, They're just jealous of me. It's like, no, y'all are actually jealous of Nicole. Like, it's yeah. clear they all are jealous of Nicole. Cause she and at the most money fucking rich. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sold the house. Y'all bought the house for 13 million, sold it for $44 million. Ooh. Like he's kind of douchey, but he is really smart. Yeah. Like he's earned the right to be a bit douchey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, ready to get into summer house. Let's do it. Summer should be fun. This summer isn't fun at all. Chris said it. He was like, I just thought coming to the Hamptons was supposed to be a good time. And he was wrong. He was so wrong. Um, Like we start with like the leftover of the fight. I didn't really take much of the fight into account. I just felt like Gabby um, a couple times when she said, Kyle, you're screaming into an abyss. And then when <laughs> she also said, I'm simultaneously too old and too young for this. Yes. I love that. Thanks, Gabby. Facts, 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 facts. I'm going to say this, and I think most people would understand if you, at least if you watch Jersey, Kyle and Amanda are becoming the Melissa and Joe of Summer House. Yes. They're becoming that my entire storyline is about Carl and Meeting this other woman. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good analogy. And you know, analogies don't always go well. (laughs) Bravo. But that was a good one we went to a really good school you guys yeah so, awesome school <laughs> um agreed also like i like i personally and again it's not for reality t- it's not good for reality tv but i love that carl was like i'm removing my like i'm leaving this room i'm so angry that i'm not mm-hmm. he was like i want to beat his ass i was like that's literally how i deal with stuff. is like i have to leave a place because i will go to jail and also the fact that he's I, like, I'm still trying to navigate my emotions as a sober person and like my yeah. reactions. And that even Lindsay was like, of course, what I want my man to stick up for me. But I understand that in his so- sober journey, he's trying to figure out and navigate how he should react and like what is going like his new norm of his yeah. emotions. And I think someone might watch so the show and hear the way that they were talking and think like, wow, they sound stupid. But I think they are people who have both had like past struggles in their life and know that like in order to succeed in this relationship, they have to be really clear and direct with their communication. And so like when he's like, I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at this. And she confirmed, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at, you know, like you're letting, because the thing that a lot of people misalign in all of their relationships, romantic, platonic, familial is like, people don't know what you're thinking and they don't know what you're feeling unless you say it out loud or they don't know what you want unless you tell right. them. And so there's like a way to calmly 
indirectly communicate to the person that you're engaging in a relationship with. And so I really appreciated like that being shown on screen. And honestly, I could kind of see after like maybe they'll do like one more summer to get the like televised wedding and I won't blame them because money is money y'all but I can see him very quickly leaving this show um as long as he has like another stream of income for his own mental health because like even before he said it to his mom like I felt the same way is like this is like a really triggering environment for him and so to like be around all this toxicity because that's all that this like collectively I just feel like I might tap out after the season depending on who's on the cast next year because it's like no longer a show about friendships and like a group of you know like Vanderpump Rules lasted all the way as long as it did in being good because like when you look back on all the seasons it just got better and better because like it was still the same core friendship right just evolving over the time and then with Summer House it was kind of like you're playing a little bit of Russian roulette, tossing new people in all the time. None of these people are true, like friend group that has grown over time and they are pretty insular. Like they don't let new people in well. And so it just feels like this week I was like, this is literally just like a barge of lost souls. And then like Carl and Lindsay. And it's just getting too dark. Like it's not fun. Like you said, it's dark and they're just all talking about, I think everyone they cast are just super lost too. Like Kyle and Amanda have had the most deranged relationship for seven years. And overall, both Carl and Lindsay were pretty supportive of them. Like were there times where like they were like, this is wrong or that's wrong or I don't support this? Sure. But overall, they were pretty supportive of the relationship Mm -hmm. the entire time when we literally were like, don't get married. Yeah, this is like (laughs) very tumultuous. Yeah. And yet like, Carl and Lindsay don't get that from Kyle and Amanda and then for Amanda to be having this entire meltdown I'm like I don't know if this is like a hormonal thing like and like a imbalance like this has to do with like your imbalanced hormones because clearly you have imbalanced hormones and have a period for nine months but like you literally like like that one season with Jules told Jules that like you wouldn't trust oh her. Oh my God. All the tweets that came out that she said she wouldn't save her from a fire. Yeah. Because she doesn't trust her because of Jordan. But now Danielle saying that to you and you're just like, I just want to go home and be with my dogs and blah, blah, blah. Like Amanda has always been a mean girl. And so that's like always the irony is that it's like, Oh my God, I can't take it when it's like turned back around on you. I think it was just the timing was bad because she was really sad when Kyle kind of like brought up the whole period thing to her. Cause that was yeah. literally like maybe an hour Man is after when yeah. when a thought gets in your head and it just like, you know, it's like intrusive and won't go right. away. I think the timing was bad, but it's giving like it's truly giving cult the way that like in all the confessionals they're talking about it too like they're already like writing this narrative right that like Carl and Lindsay are bad and they're doing this bad thing by being together because even Amanda like Daniel just insulted the fuck out of you and you're in your confessional being like Danielle is like a good friend and like, does Lindsay deserve to have a good friend like that and like fight all her battles? It was like too much. Like you can just already see kind of like the the tides mm-hmm. like turning in the confessionals. Yeah. Like everybody's really and I don't know what it is, but like everybody's just primed to be like, they are wrong. They are wrong. And like I 
tweeted, I was like, Kyle must have written them the 17 page email. Like he wrote about people unfollowing Amanda in season three. Um, I was like, he must've written an email and said like, this is what we're all going to say. Here are our talking points. Cause they all, everybody's comments all mirror each other. Mm-hmm. And so they're constantly, they're Lindsay Lohan at the Enemine girls talking about Regina George. She's like, even if no one brought it up, I find reasons to bring it up so we could keep talking about it. Yeah. That's all they're doing. And to me, it's just like observing Danielle. Um, cause like, right. They had, so they had the fight, Carl and Lindsay left early. We did our little, like, here's what everybody's doing during the week persona or whatever it is. And then um, they had, like, the next Friday, Kyle and Amanda are, like, at his family reunion. And so it's everybody else. And when I was watching Danielle be, like, upset about, you know, Carl and Lindsay, you know, hanging out together at the bar without, quote, without her and all this stuff, I'm just, like, first of all, there's, like, seven other people that you could be hanging out with. And like, I just think my perception watching her kind of trying to engage with other people too, is like, she's a very professionally put together person, but I feel like maybe personally she's not, I don't know. I get like this sense that she like doesn't really know where she's at personally. And maybe it's like the Robert thing. I, you know, you never kind of see her with consistent people and she's like always like traveling and hanging out with different people says a girl who's always traveling and hanging out with different people. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm wondering if maybe she's just like lost personally. And so then like, it's just projecting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a normal feeling of like your friends being in a relationship is feeling left out. But at the end of the day, if you don't communicate that, your resentment is just going to continue to build to the point where they are now because she feels like I do so much for you guys. Like I, I stand up for you. I stick up for you. And they're like, Hey, we didn't ask for you to like, you're doing that out of what you want to do, but B like we're in a new relationship. And if you can't like respect that and like understand that and be happy for us, but also communicate how you're feeling about feeling left out then how is it on us to correct it if we don't know like and again they're in a brand new relationship when anyone is in a new relationship they isolate themselves from everyone like they just want to be with each other in a like little ball of love and in a love bubble and act like the world doesn't exist and so for them not to understand that for all of these people to not understand that it's like so frustrating act like they didn't all do it too at some point in their life exactly but it's just timing. Let's take a break and then come back for more Summer House. Period, poo. Oh. So as we were saying, Danielle's like just feeling chicken. And I kind of get it because it's like your three platonic friends. Listen, three is always a bad number, y'all. Always somebody going to be left out. Not going to make a joke about the three, some of the Ariana and Scandaval, but you know where I'm going with this. No, <laughs> that's also not even that funny, but I think I'm hilarious. Anyway, um, you know, like I was glad when she was like dancing with Sierra Maya. I'm like, that's what you should be doing. And also like Paige has a boyfriend who's not around. Go dance with her. Like, why do you have to be with the, like, I get it. Like, I do get it. But at the same time, like, just let lovers be lovers. Yeah. I don't begrudge anybody trying to get it. And it's always a problem when you feel like someone owes you something. When you don't do something out of the kindness of your heart. Like yes. the res- like the resentment builds. And so I just, obviously she's not doing it out of the kindness of her heart or like, well, and she also, expects something back. Like, 
I think it's the wrong mentality that people have of like, you know, like I'll use this as an analogy, like your love language isn't like your love language isn't my love language, you know, like yeah. you should act like, like when she told someone about Carl reacting to Kyle and she said like too calm, it's like, no, it's not too calm. Like that's his right to ha- to react however he wants to react. That's not your business. And he's on a sober journey. Like it's, it was also, just very also, selfish to me. Being a fucking adult. Like Kyle is yeah. not an adult. Um, Like it's just so weird. I feel like Kyle wants to be the CEO of everything, right? Like of Loverboy, mm-hmm. of his relationship, of this show. Like I, I think he has like that. Who's the one? Like a Jax Taylor, Ramona Singer. Like this is my show. I'm and the number one. Aren't going to be doing what I want you to be fucking doing. It's going to be a problem. And the way that he's like, I'm not letting this like evil bitch marry my. He didn't say evil bitch, but he said something equally rude. And he was like, marry my best friend or be with my best friend. It's like, it's just like too much. And, and just like the fact that they're just like Hubs is brainwashing Carl. It's like no, like yeah. you're like they give her way too much credit. Like they really give her way too much. Like. And I thought it was kind of, I'm like very suspicious of Danielle now because when she, like Paige was already at the house that first night and then Danielle got there first and was like giving her the recap and was already kind of being anti-Carl Lindsay in the recap. I was Mm -hmm. like, this is giving plotted because Paige was like classic and kind of was like smiling when it happened. And I was just like, no. And, um, all these girls being like, hi, pretty, hi, sunshine. I'm like, I don't fuck with that like with people I don't know I like I just think it's so cheesy all those girls and I was weak though when Sierra and Paige were like we never hug each other we are not affectionate friends yeah. I feel like that'd be us we'd be like hey <laughs> I mean I like to hug I'm a hugger I like strangers but weirdly like with people I'm super close to I'm just like hey like for example although I guess her husband was there too I was like me and Amber were like laying on the couch all weekend and we're like on opposite ends of the couch because we like to have like as much of our own space as possible. Um, versus like I said before, my nephew and I are like always hugging each other in pictures and stuff like that. And people be like, is that your boyfriend? And I'm like, no, first of all, that's a baby. Second of all, that's my family. Gross. Be more disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I do um, fluctuate, but like when I see someone, I'm like, huh? But then now we'd be affectionate over, but I was like weak at that. Like (laughs) they were like, we don't really do this. Yeah. No. Cause I definitely have best friends like that. Um, they were like having that chat too, before they went out and like, you know, this is a very Gabby centric episode. And we like learned a lot about Gabby. I, I think a misconception about me and this probably happens with you too, is that like when someone finds out you're into astrology, they think like you're asking someone their birth, place and time on the first date and like what they're signing yeah I literally don't want to know any of that because I just want to like get to know the person and also I just feel like it's so cheesy when you do that like with someone that you're romantically that's just me personally again not judging just not for me um and so like because look how cringe when she does it she's like he was a Taurus so no and blah blah, blah. it's like you're 32 like do you see what you sound like talking like that like not like within like the first five minutes but if it naturally comes up then oh yes. yeah if it comes up like that's one thing but I'm not gonna be the one to like 
bring that up right away. Like I just kind of yeah, want absolutely to like someone's natural personality. Cause it's like, that's why I'm always complaining about dating apps too, is like, oh, I probably would have liked you if I didn't see what football team you liked on your profile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's something stupid, right? That like, if I met you in a bar, I wouldn't have thought that. But since I just saw a picture of you in a Packers jersey, I'm like, oh, hell no. Am I fucking around with Aaron Rodgers fans in these streets? You know? <laughs> That's just like an example, you guys. <laughs> um, just like a lot of people wouldn't fuck with me if they knew I was a Cowboys fan <laughs> in a profile picture. Mm, yeah. Baby, I, don't I barely, barely don't fuck with you. Listen, go birds, but they didn't win. They didn't win that night. So <laughs> calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Jesus. <Sorry>. Um <laughs> shady but anyways that's what i'm just saying is like i don't like when people do that right away because it's just like and also to bring that up is to like the reason that you're not going on a second date it's like there might have been something else and just say what yeah and there are other signs minus their sun sign that like that you could very much like get thorough than that be compatible with and i just i don't like when people shoot people down for superficial reasons like I think like based on where we went to school and stuff, I get a lot of like classes friends who are like, I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't marry someone who didn't go to college. And I'm like, my dad didn't go to college. My dad doesn't have like certain qualities that you want, but my dad is a way better human than anybody you've been fucking. And there are a ton of entrepreneurs. Steve Jobs dropped out. Didn't Steve Jobs drop out of college? Like the face, Mark Zuckerberg, like. Well, and it's like, you don't have to be a billionaire. Like you have to be in order. Yeah. I want to meet someone who's like a good conversationalist, who is thoughtful, who cares about their family. Like those are the things I fuck with, you know, and that. Well, I want somebody to have driving ambition, but I just like, I don't fuck with superficial. John doesn't think it's possible to like, have like to be a billionaire and not cheat. He's like, there's no, there's no way. Cheat. (laughs) relationship wise or I'm like well what if you become a billionaire he's like that's a different story i'm not saying me i'm like okay so then what are you saying oh that that's <laughs> we're not going down that route we're not going down that route with the hypotheticals Mm-mm, it's dangerous <laughs> i'm gonna leave y'all for that um <laughs> i just think that you have to like care about somebody whose values align with yours yeah like totally. but see because i mean finances kind of goes with the education thing you know what i mean it's like those are the things that you decide are important. And like you said, billionaires cheat. It's like, I want somebody who's riding with me and who's loyal to me and who like I'm building a life with. Otherwise, yes. So you hear that elevator man? You hear that? I can't. <laughs> She's a mess. <laughs> she India, not for once. I'm not saying she about myself. Um, but yeah, I just, I, it really like irks me so badly. And I remember going through that a lot when we were in school and being like, everybody here is trash. So goodbye. Yeah. Um, and at first I was like a little uh, on Gabby this episode. Cause I was like, baby, you are doing so much. But as she was talking through the job stuff, it literally reminded me of myself two years ago before we started this podcast, when I told you, like, I was like going through it mentally and my job was in a situation and I, I had that exact same thought she did because I had joined one job that I was like really into, but then got burnt out pretty quickly. But that was like a conflation of factors. It wasn't really a bad job. It just wasn't like the job for me. And then when I took my current job at the time, 
there were some circumstances where I literally said the same thing. Like, do I even know if I'm a fucking adult or like any, am I doing anything right? If I've like, I remember having that thought, like I've put myself in a precarious situation twice in a row. Like, do I not have good judgment? That exact mm-hmm. thought process. I think everyone goes through that with and, multiple things in life, you know? Not and just it jobs. really opened me up to, yeah, exactly. Like it could be anything else, but like when you kind of make what you think is the same mistake twice, mm-hmm. you really, I mean, that happens with relationships too. Like yeah. to me, that happens, like with friendships all the time, like where you're just like, God, it happens with my family as we know, like. I'm just like, am I a fucking idiot or like, what is going like, on? Like, I thought I made the right decision, but it like, this doesn't feel like the right decision now. Yeah. Like, and why am I such an like, idiot? You go in a spiral and, you know, a lot of us, like, I think, especially if we don't have like a long-term relationship and things like that, like you kind of, your work is like probably your primary identity. And so you're like, wait, if I can't even be right about this, because this is something that defines me, like, do I know myself? So I, it like opened me up to a little more compassion with her. Cause I was like, baby, you are doing so much right now. You are talking so much. Everything is a mess, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you know like she's quite loquacious. She and Sam are both very loquacious folks and like very like word vomity girls. You know, what also made me like her more. The Uh-oh. fact that Sierra and Maya were talking about her, like, and just saying like how service level she was and equating her being spoiled to not having black authenticity, like black authentic black experiences, like that really rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I'm like, what are you trying to say? Like there are plenty of rich black people who have authentic black experiences whose parents literally came from the bottom and like, rose to like the mm-hmm. to the point where they are and why wouldn't you want your your kids like just because it's not an authentic experience to you based on your childhood of being in like lower income or middle income doesn't mean that it's not an authentic black experience like it just really rubbed me the wrong way when they were like talking about her in that way like it yeah no yeah. I didn't I didn't like that at all yeah I mean I can't speak to that but I was watching um on my flight, shout out to Delta, not sponsored yet. They had the Erica Jane, Tom Girardi season of Beverly Hills Housewives, <laughs> the pandemic season. And I forgot how fucking good that season was, to be honest. It was bananas. Um, that's when Kathy Hilton was not revealed to be evil yet. Um, but Garcelle did that talk with like the group and Kathy was in it. And she was like, I'm Garcelle Beauvais, but still, if I walk into a room, people see a black woman first and then just mm-hmm. whatever they think about black people yep. in that moment first. And so um, it's like always a good reminder that just because um, someone speaks or acts in so like, was I annoyed though about Miss Ma'am not planning a party well? How many times have I been on this show talking about how important like, the fact that she was like, they was like, what about the liquor? She's like, oh, hmm. Like I think she just thought like the summer house producers and every like you they sure were thought to do everything. Like, I thought I thought I was on this television show so that y'all could fund this and plan this. She was like, mm. she should ask. Look, it delivered. She, she should ask some questions. But I'm like, like, what was the like for Sierra Mai to be like? Yeah, um, Gabby says she normally like has someone like plan the parties and like do everything. So the fuck what? If you can afford convenience, why not? Like 
what? Like, I just, like, Maya's really, I mean, really wrong. This, she should just stick to I, making cookies. I'm going to tell you something. I judged her for the same things, but I'm not black, so I couldn't say anything about it. <laughs> her not being black enough. <laughs> I was just like, bitch, why are you not organized? Especially if you were the fashion director of a magazine. I mean, yes, I, her not being organized. That's what like, I'm saying. Okay. I get but what, like the, what you're saying. But the that's part what, about. That's what I was mad about. I was like, yeah. you know how I feel about poor, poor planning. Yeah, but the part about like I normally have a party planner, so I'm not really too sure. Of like, course, I, yeah. I just dropped the ball on it. Like, so the fuck, why? If she has a party planner, was it to you? Yeah, I think it was just kind of like the flippancy too, right? Of like, she just sounded like a brat, but again, it does not equate to yeah being less authentic. Like saying like it, like saying like okay, like I it's annoying able to get past the service level with her, but equating her like her personality to not being an authentic black person was just like what rubbed me wrong there's but there is just something off about Maya and I like can't put my finger yeah. on it really and I kind of thought that last season too and I was like well it's her first season like she's not as you know like she just got out of that long-term engagement she's not as outgoing but she really like I think she just drank the Kyle Cook Kool-Aid he mm-hmm. was like stick with me kid and I'll make you a star And it was just like, you know, Tom Hanks in that Elvis movie. It's just way too much. Like Maya. And I don't know who Maya is. Like, that's the thing too, is like, I don't know who Maya the individual is. Like, I feel like I've finally learned like who Sierra the individual is. We know who Paige the individual is. But Maya, I don't know who you are besides somebody that's upset that Carl won't smoke with you. And now you're mad that Gabby was rich once. Yeah. I don't know. Like her parents are rich or that like, was the like maybe they have already known these things that we don't yeah. have every bit of footage of um and then we ended with the conversation where that we kind of like you and i saw a clip of a couple of days ago of like all the other girls talking about how carl and Lindsay's relationship is moving too fast yeah i have some points because these are things people are not taking into consideration carl and Lindsay are in their mid-30s carl and Lindsay have now known each other for seven years let's say five before they started actually dating they have like been each other's friends through like carl's brother overdosing and dying and a few other traumas of Lindsay's. you know what i mean like when you've already built that foundationships foundationship wow she's ignorant (laughs) (laughs) foundation dumb call larsa pippin jordan dumb a few times and that's what you get (laughs) Um, but like when you've built a foundation for that long that deeply like you skip so many steps that you like it's not that they're trying to be in a fairy tale they are they are happy to be together they are in a honeymoon like romantic phase but they've probably had conversations about stuff like this a ton over the years as individuals just like when you confide in your friends about like the way I just told you like this is what I'm looking for in a relationship like they know that stuff about each other they're working through like her supporting him in sobriety. Like, and I don't like this, like them claiming that like her being sober is going to make her resentful against him. Because if you love someone and you're supporting them and you see what a better person they are, alcohol is not going to matter to you. Like, yeah, it's just productive the way they're talking about it. I'm like, y'all look so fucking dumb. And the fact that like, I don't know if Maya or Paige said it, but like when they were sitting on the couch talking about it and Paige was, or either one of them was like, yeah, you know, she's just changing herself for him. And um, it's just not, she's not basically. That was Maya, who I don't know who she is. So 
who knows who you'd be and you barely you don't even really know like Lindsay and carl like that like the way that at least the rest of them know yeah them you know like Paige can speak to a certain extent but still like maya you're brand new like this is your second season i'm gonna need for you to like ease in ease ease on the gas like ease on it like don't go from five miles per hour to 150 yeah you're not been diesel baby don't go fast or furious Mm -mm. calm down back it up yeah i feel like my thought is that for some reason again because no one's stating what it is that Lindsay has done so wrong yeah unless i've missed it but i have not heard the actions she's taken that have made it so wrong besides the fact that carl's apparently setting healthy boundaries with people that like is so harmful i think that whatever the reason is that they've decided that they hate them as a couple they're just trying to ice them out of the cast they're like we just keep all like a united front that they're bad people they're gonna hate being on the show so much that they will quit but i wish that that the audience loves them yeah and Uh, the fact that the audience indian ruby stan radhouse and this month like but for seasons they have been trying to like take Lindsay down and every time the audience is like why are you guys so obsessed with Lindsay?" so you would think that they would like change like the way that they do things you know because it's like okay that's not working like clearly like we are just becoming the bad people. Yeah, you are. And like people can look past the the rumors of Lindsay being rude to fans sometimes like or not wanting to, you know, like but again, like who's to say that those just aren't Lindsay's boundaries and she's just being a little bit crass about exactly. it like, like I wouldn't want to take pictures all the time either. Yeah. Like no, I, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm ugly. I'm not in any makeup. Like I'm just trying to have a drink at the bar. Like oh, yeah, I, I you're don't. just trying to live your life and Yeah, you like don't respectfully no. I don't want to take any pictures right now. And I think that's like you hit the nail on the head is like all of these other folks are just such people pleasers. And like I said, they don't seem to have like real relationships outside of this show or outside of any other Bravo related folks. And so they're all just like into supporting each other, quote, end quote. But because Lindsay isn't dependent on them for her happiness, like she's like, listen, if y'all suck, I'm going to film what I got to film. And then I'm going to go party in the Hamptons with whoever the fuck I actually know out here. Yeah. She's like one of the few when this show started that already was going there. Like, so was Kyle, but like, she's a New York publicist. Like maybe she doesn't do that anymore, but like she knew people. Like, exactly. Like network and get around. And she's somebody who I think is confident enough. Like she had her insecurities and stuff, but she was still naturally confident enough to like go out and be by herself and make friends with whoever she needed to and talk to whoever she wanted to and just like have a good time. And so I think they're just haters, high key. Like because yeah. Amanda Page, all of them, and I do love Page and all that stuff now, but like I just feel like they're not those people who have like that natural confidence or like bond really yeah. well, network really well. And so when they see someone who does do that and doesn't need anything in return, or needs like less external validation or coddling it's like their own resentment built up out of that yeah totally Kyle doesn't like a woman Kyle is giving Sandoval jacks like every bravo man on an ensemble show where like if he can't control a woman he's livid yeah and it's like why don't you warp to me or if it's like he literally went and cheated on his woman for like four years in a row but then it's talking about how Lindsay's bad for Carl yeah 
go I'm for sorry, what? what? Yeah, exactly. Um, and the other, like, I realized like another point uh, on the Sierra Maya Gabby thing is mm-hmm. that like, also last season, we remember how Sierra Maya like sat the group down and like had a big discussion about like black, how, you know, like people of color were treated in the, in the Hamptons and how everyone just needs to be more cognizant. And then you guys turn around and talk shit about Gabby because she's too privileged, like you can't connect with her, can't connect with her because she's too privileged. Like, baby, it's just that. Yeah, it just really, that it really irritated me. Yeah. Because it's like you, it's like almost a, we, I accept you if you're on my level, you know, but if you're above that threshold, then I can't connect with you or find a way to connect. And it's. Didn't they have like a little bit of like a, like awkwardness with Danielle expressing that maybe she felt like she had had similar experiences and they were kind of like, well, it's not about you today. Yeah. And so eek. And I get it's levels too, but it's levels. But at the same time, it's like acknowledging like everyone's experience. Like visibly of color and as well. There are very wealthy, like, and this is something that is not, people don't all the time, like, no, but there are very wealthy black families that have been wealthy for generations on generations on decades like that. You know, it's like a secret society of you know, rich black people, it's, we just need to get out of this methodology or whatever the word is. Mythology. Yes. Of like, of like the poor black, like, you know, like feeling of like connection. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like more like the romanticism of it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's like the aspirational, but it was it just irritated me something. the fact because it's like all you do, my all you've done all season is talk shit. All you've done all season is talk shit. I'm telling Sam she talked too much from talking about Lindsay and Carl. Like it's it's just Listen, giving. If Marcus Jordan or Cairo Whitfield ask one of them out, are they saying no? Those are those are faces of generational wealth. No, can you relate then? I'm sure you can relate to a, a rich black man who is very surface, but you can't relate to a black woman who's rich and you just don't even know enough. Like maybe she just doesn't open, just doesn't easily open up to people she doesn't know. It seems like well, she's opened also, up to Danielle, you yeah, know, she like she like clearly has a ton of shit going on and yeah. she's like, so like verbose, like I was saying, but at the same time, you can tell it's out of like an insecure anxiety. And like, she was talking about her therapy all the time and all this, like mm-hmm. the girl is going through something. So sometimes you're not even talking about what, like you're talking about so much other shit because you can't really, it, it's what you've got going on is so deeply ingrained in you that you don't even, you don't want to do that on camera because, yeah. or with new people. Um, Again, to borrow from Jersey this week, because I felt her completely, my queen Danielle Cabral when she was like she's airing her dirty laundry at her and she's airing her dirty laundry at her I ain't telling these bitches shit because exactly use it against me that is rule number one my people don't tell anybody but your inner circle but just know that there's no inner circle if you're on reality television yeah about your life because it will be used against you at some point in your life in your life cycle so I don't blame Gabby for kind of keeping her true stuff close to the best yeah it's, it's drama well <sighs> on to the biggest drama of always 
for probably the rest of this year. Vanderpump Rules. Just This episode had me screaming. I know Andy said like the episode was like, like they had already edited it. Like it wasn't even re-edited. And so we were going to scream. But when I say I scream. (laughs) I, there were so many moments that happened is all I've got to say. Like I can see why he disclaimed that. Because I was team Rachel a couple times this episode. I'm a, I'm just going to disclaim with that right away because I was shocked. Like I was just watching it for what it was. Yeah. I had people like DMing me like clips from it being like, oh, I can't believe so. Like Charlie said this or so-and-so did that. I'm like, I have to watch the episode because I don't ever trust a clip if I don't see the episode. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Charlie is my queen. Like she's kind of friend of the season, but she's all like, that's all I need her to do. And it's perfect. Um, so we open with like the end of the night after like Raquel, after Rachel makes out with Oliver and then they're all home and like, she's trying to like drunkenly eat. I mean, this man was fucked up. It's been a minute since I've been that fucked up. She was like, oh God, I'm busy watching it. And they were just judging her so hard, but we'll get there. I was kind of weak at her though, because I've been both Katie and Lala in that situation. I've been the one that's been like, I don't want to be laughing at her. And then I've been the one that's been like, no, we're laughing with her. Wink, wink. I've been both people. So overall, I don't like to like be judging people when they're fucked up. But if I inherently don't like them, then I absolutely do. And it was very much like this female cast is kind of, like, I don't know that we would want another season of Vanderpump Rules or if we would enjoy the season as much if we didn't know all the drama. Like, mm-hmm. all we're doing, everybody has their detective hat on. You know, everyone thinks they're Megan King Edmonds now and they're going to be like a little PI and like figure out when did it start or what's a clue and all this stuff. But it's honestly awkward because the girls in the group are not really friends because it's like Lala and Katie are friends. Sheena, Ariana are friends. Raquel and Charlie are co-workers who are being friends. Like, and Ariana's kind of like lightly tied to Lala and Katie. And Sheena's lightly tied to Raquel and Charlie, well, to Raquel. And so it's just like, it. you can't do a girl's trip because there's not enough girls to like. Yeah, I just felt so bad for Raquel. What gets to my nerves, I think the most is that Lala literally was a sloppy chihuahua for years on this here years and i loved it tequila katie sloppy for years raquel gets drunk one time in front of you thinking she can just let loose and have fun and you guys literally chastise her for it and act like she's the worst person in the world i think that was the part yeah like later in the episode when they're just like still scolding her for days because like i've definitely been that person where it's like when you're older and you're watching somebody younger get fucked up or even someone your own age and you're just like like I kind of understood Lala when she was like I like I'm not judging her our journeys are not in alignment right now like I relate to that a lot because I don't at least not like routinely I don't go off the way I used to go off you know what I mean like I save that for special occasions when I know I don't have anywhere to be for five days <laughs> right but have some grace like you guys are on a girl's trip like yeah. she she and got like, drunk like she yeah just laugh with like laugh with her laugh at her whatever it is laugh like at her but don't like scold her for years and they were mad about the comment and honestly to be fair it was like 
it was fucked up, but at the same time, at least she said it to their face. The whole like, well, it's not like you have a man to fuck around with anyway. It was shady. And I was like, oh my God, she was this messy and dangerous before we even knew what she was capable of. Like I was a little taken aback, but it just was grating after a while. Like if they had just said, they shouldn't even said anything then the next day, really. Like they shouldn't have been like, we're glad you're ashamed or whatever they said. They just should have been like, well, I should have just been like, hey, you said this and it upset me. Like, because but also, again, of course, out well? of context, out of context, if I'm drunk and I ask you like, hey, like, do you really like this guy? Because I think like we're kind of vibing and I think I like him too. Mm-hmm. Like if I do that and then you use that against me and you're like, yeah, so True. I would not have you around my man. I would say some shit like that too. Like, well, good you're thing right, you don't have right, a man right. to fuck around with, bitch. Like, how yeah. offensive is that? Like, you're basically saying when I get drunk, I just will fuck anybody's man. I mean, of course, out of context because we yes. know context, yeah. now, but rude. So I, I was like, okay, Raquel sticking up for herself. Like, exactly. I love we were it. Charlie. We were yeah. Charlie. We were I was like, Charlie. For you. Oh, Charlie um, had me weak this episode. <laughs> before we get to Char Char. Um, we like switch over and Sheena's like storyline. This episode is that she's giving Schwartz a makeover. Let me tell you something. I cannot stand Sheena Shea. I cannot stand the fact that she's like, well, I've been through divorce. So like, I'm the one who can help him. It's like, why aren't you helping Katie? And that's just like, but like I said, she didn't play that long game for 10 seasons. And she was like, I'm going to wait for a day where I can like make Katie pay for every time she's humiliated me. And she chose this season. Yep. And she just like, she just reminds me, like, if you want to talk about somebody who's not loyal to women, who's not loyal to anyone, it's that bitch right there. Like, she will just do anything to make sure she is giving herself, like, making herself more money. I cannot stand that motherfucker. And then um, did you see the fact that, like, apparently Schwartz is dating that girl that was living with him? And yeah. she was, like, the other girl's hairdresser. And apparently she used to be, like, really good friends with Kristen Doty. And then they stopped being friends when she started dating Schwartz. What a mess. Everybody's so thirsty to be a C-list celeb adjacent. That's so embarrassing on a lot of levels. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot. And then they did the little purge, which reminded me I need to clean up my closet before the wedding trip. Um, And I felt really bad when they're like in the car at the same time. And Katie's like, my mom is like still has, or Christine was like, your mom still has hope. And Katie was talking about like how he went to all the holidays with them. Like when you really think about all that stuff, you're just like, yeah. And like Christina said, like, how can you have like over a decade of life with someone? And then all of a sudden it's nothing. It's just like that really like painted a p- clear picture for me. You know, sometimes yeah. you see divorce and you're like, whatever, he was an asshole. But at the same time, when like that asshole was like the core part of your life for decades, you're just like, yeah. Holy shit that's crazy i mean just think about like being with someone for a year and like how long you just feel like attacked that is yeah like i can't imagine nine ten years 14 years with someone and all of a sudden you're just like nothing mm-hmm. and the fact that, like raquel's breakdown in the car was so real because she's just like i don't even know why i am without james like and the fact that james whoo, was so abusive whoo, the parents commentary we should we shall not forget how much of an asshole james is we shall not none of this will giggle though that's what made me love that the end of the episode when he went boys night means nothing that made me giggle (laughs) but this episode i'm like 
I feel like the producers wanted us to see a background story for Raquel and kind of like sympathize with her, empathize with her a little bit, like feel bad for her. Like, well, I don't even think feel bad for her, but like, yeah, you have to humanize people who have a lot going on. And yeah. because it was, I think it was her first year as like an actual cast member, maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't no, remember. second year. I think second okay. year, but so, first year single. You know, they kind of have to like build you know, a story around everybody, like what's their arc for the season and stuff like that, unless they're like a friend of. And so I feel like that's definitely where that was going. And so it's fair. I mean, I feel like kind of embarrassed for her, but at the same time, I guess that it's more common than we think, like, just because that wasn't our paths, but like, there are a lot of people who like 21, 22, they're already in like some serious thing for several years. And like, we've talked about before, like we know people who like, dated since the freshman or first day of freshman orientation and then stayed together forever. And it's just like, wow. So you like really just never lived life as grown up. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed for those people to be quite honest. I do judge that, <laughs> but get three step for them, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's Robin and Juan Dixon. I mean, well, one of them lived, but the other one didn't. So lived what? Like they've been together since, high school <laughs> you made it but... sound like somebody died no Juan <laughs> lived his life Juan was cheating and out in the streets right I see what you're saying but Robin was not <laughs> mm. I can't I was like you just made it sound like someone died and I don't know who who died in that <laughs> I was like you're saying is Juan gonna die I don't know no he's not they're just gonna stay like that forever yeah it it was like very weird but I do understand that that does happen for a lot of people they're playing like season four of Vanderpump Rules um I think it was today and I forgot a lot of those episodes like I'm I'm primed for a rewatch at some point this year because um it was really interesting like James you know had like newly broken up with Kristen and Kristen I think is like nine years older than him or something or eight or seven you know quite a lot and he was talking like he was confiding in someone like honestly when I was with her like she truly took care of me like because he was 21 or something and so those ages are super different oh a 20 a 30 year old with a 21 year old let me know let me tell you and what life let me tell you that's just like Shakira really wants us to feel bad about Pika and her, but like she is a 33 year old woman at the time started dating a 23 year old boy. Cause that's how old he was when they started dating. If you chose a jam to- guy. Yeah. Oh my God. Like he looked fine and grown, but his brain wasn't even fully developed yet. Mm-mm. And she chose to make that her man for 10 years. She raised a third child. His cerebellum was so soft. He still had the little soft spot. Sure was. And then no prefrontal cortex. <laughs> At least not a complete one. And so she raised him and two other children, the ones that they bore. And then what did he go and do? Fuck somebody else. I like jam. Yeah. Oh. Like literally 10, like she raised him to the age that she was when she met him. And then he said, peace. That's embarrassing. It's just, oh. And then like she was on some, uh, there was like some quote on like an Instagram, you know, like when somebody puts like a quote from an article yeah. and it was all like, she was like, I used to think like, she's acting like a badass now. Like I used to think you needed a man to complete you. And now I know that's not true. And I'm like, yeah, again, after you wasted a decade of your life raising him 
from a baby boy to a grown cheater. Like, shut up. <sighs> Everyone's like, she really did something with these. I'm like, you have to stop because now she has two songs about him. She had the first one, the Berserk or whatever the fuck. And then she did a new one with Carol G. And some of the lyrics are fire, but at the same time, I'm like, but move on. It's like Taylor Swift, where I'm like, damn, your catchy yeah. songs are things that you should get the fuck over already. Talk to your therapist, not us. Yeah. Um, on that note, you want to take a break and then we'll talk about Char Char, Charmander. Yeah. All right. So Charizard joined us for this end of the episode. She must have been working a real shift at Sir and had to ask her time off. She, she said she was time. like auditioning for a Gwen Stefani like makeup line or something. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Missed that. Sorry, Char. I wasn't trying to shade you. I was just trying to say that you had a job. I mean, she so. shaded Christina Kelly like, and now she sells no! chapstick or something. <laughs> no, she said, all I know is that she used to work at Sir and now she sells lip balm for a living. And she was like, <laughs> no shade. I looked it up. <laughs> Aquarius Queen Charlie. <laughs> it spoke to my Aquarius rising. I was like, yes, bitch, let's be friends. I love her so much. I love her because she's like, she said it, whatever it was, her last season or the first season or something. Like she's from Barstow, which is like the pit stop you take when you're driving from Las Vegas or from LA to Las Vegas. And so it's like a shady ass town. And she's like, I'm a Latinx girl from Barstow. You ain't fucking with this. Yeah. So, I could just see her breaking like a bottle and shanking somebody like Lauren from Utah would. <laughs> she gives me like that. early Stassi energy. Yeah. She gives me like, I want her with hoops and lip liner energy, not to be yeah. stereotyping on our, <laughs> on our show that's supposed to be elevating people of color. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't want to fuck with a classic either. Definitely not. I... I'm glad like Charlie like swooped in and was, you know, kind of like a good counterpart to all of the, like we said, judgmental bullshit because they go to dinner. It's like all five of them. They went to like Havasu, which is like where Tamara and Vicky used to party. Do you remember that where they'd yes. wear like weird crocheted cowboy hats and then like they hit Vicky with a football. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think of when I see like Havasu because I've never been there. <laughs> But they're all at like dinner together the first night and these girls are still scolding Raquel about the damn comment. And it's like, move on. Let's go. Done had a breakdown in the like car. British She's already apologized. Calm. Like, yeah. Except for James Kennedy, do like the British, keep calm and move on. Like, we don't need to do it. Yeah. And honestly, Rachel made points like about Lala having been the mistress before. Mm-hmm. Like, Lala, not only the mistress, but also somebody who fucked her boyfriend when they were together right and law was like well that's in the past we have to move on baby you cannot escape your path like once you've but made this don't be a hypocrite those are aligned with you forever don't be a hypocrite like that's where empathizing and sympathizing needs to come into play because it's like i've been there i did that yeah, you have to have i understand you're going that. through that right now that's your journey like and also when in her confessional she was like no, like Randall never has to answer for the choices that he made. It's like you made your choice. Like I understand that. Like sometimes people come in too hot for the other person and don't give enough yeah. to the person who cheated. But you still like it took two to tango. 
So you will always have to answer. And he's paying in other ways, literally, like literally legally. So I think she can't take it. Like, I think once she already can't take criticism about herself, period. But I think doubly because that's the father of her child. And now Mm -hmm. she's always going to have to, her child is going to see that one day. And there's no way out of that being facts. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, even, mean your mom, it doesn't mean your mom's a bad person. It doesn't mean you don't love her. It doesn't mean that she didn't learn to do better, but she can't run around telling people what is right and wrong. Right. And nobody can at the end of the day. Like, that's the whole point. It's like, you can't be telling people what choices they're making are right and wrong, but especially when you have that history. Yeah, and I remember even, I think earlier in the season when she met up with Lisa and Lisa was just kind of telling her, like, are you thinking Ooh. more- about like the decisions that you made and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, so emotional, like, but like Lisa, that's not fair. And it's like, yes, it is. Lisa brought the smoke. Lisa said, I've been waiting six years to say this to you. Because sweetie, in the beginning, we're bragging about G-Wagon and we pretend to be secretary and and blah, blah. The casting couch, the Harvey Weinstein of it all. Fucked up. That's all I'm gonna say. Fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. Um, I was again, oh ow. I just like pinched as it by accident. <laughs> um I just think the only difference is that like Raquel is like m- having like she has a track record, but yeah. really only one she's person building a track record is the building problem. a track record. She's doing too much at once. Yeah, it's just all too much at once. But uh, Charlie killed me when she was like, that was so fucking funny. I like yeah. to see people shake. I was like, yes, that's my dark side. Charlie had me when she was like stupid lip balm girl, like the dry ass hair. No, the best line that Charlie said was when they flashed back to the night before and they were doing karaoke and she goes, do we have any Kid Rock fans here? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because they were going to sing Picture by Kid Rock and Charlotte Crow, which is a hilarious, like, that is a fun karaoke song because you have to, like, yeah. just kill it and be so dramatic. I was going to ask you, do you do karaoke or do you I have do. a song? I do love a karaoke. karaoke. What What's, like, one of your go-tos? On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. Either that or Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, God. You would. Is this the real? No, I hate it so much. I've, I mean, I've literally several times sung that song fully, like this whole seven minutes with the breakdowns, dan, dan, like the music and everything. And no, John, we just go like, out for that. No, I mean, I just sing it in my apartment, like no okay. karaoke. Just well, never mind, guys. <laughs> and John is like, Are you like no, there's a whole two minutes left. <laughs> I, I this is why, I like. I relate to John sometimes. Like he and I, a similar vibe. I would be like, "All right, then." The breakdowns well, and everything. So you think you can stone me and spit in my eye, dear? So you think you can? We're love gonna get into copyright issues. Stop. <laughs> mine, I'm like mine is very audience dependent and mood dependent, but it's usually torn by Natalie and Brulia. Oh, I love Torn. Yeah, which when it first came out, we were like seven. And because I was a good little Catholic girl, I didn't want to say that I was lying naked anywhere. So I would just <laughs> I would just not say the word naked. <laughs> and so I'd just be like lying 
on the, the floor. floor. Like I would pause. Ryan clothes it's like, on the floor. It's kind of like, you know, when the N-word's in a song and yeah. you know, I just stay quiet. <laughs> it was a different N-word. I just lying like, fully it. clothed on the floor. <laughs> no, I just, I just, you know, I just opted out. Lying, lying in pajamas on the floor. <laughs> lying on the floor. Not like a good Catholic redacted girl. on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's still a jam. And then one girl, I did it at a bachelorette party last year, and one of the younger sisters was like, Oh, that's such a good like throwback. I was like, thrown when it feels current. <laughs> um, but when I really want to upset or alienate people, I'll do scars by Papa Roach. <laughs> Tear my heart open. I saw my weaknesses. Okay, trademark. The copyright. No legalities. That wasn't 15 seconds, but okay. Um, Neither was my Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) You just didn't want to hear it. It felt like it was a minute. That's all. Don't worry. I'll record the whole thing and just like send it to you. So you can just have it forever because I literally know from the beginning to the end. (laughs) My favorite thing is if you send um, voice memos on Instagram, they don't disappear. And one of my friends will just send me like weird noises he makes. (laughs) And so I just played a couple the other day and he was like, I'm going to throw up because I don't feel good. He was like talking about some cheesy bread he was eating and he was like, I'm going to dip it in some ranch, which some people call ambrosia. And it's just like... (laughs) And and then he called... um, Not ambrosia. And then I don't remember, but he called, he said something... um, and said like blank pussy and he said which is just my mouth <laughs> putting the cheesy bread in his mouth. <laughs> and i literally played them back today they were like from a few weeks ago and i was crying <laughs> voice memos are a gift <laughs> or a punishment if it's india's bohemian rhapsody <laughs> I'm i just hate that like that song and sweet caroline i think i've said before on here upsets me a lot i don't fuck with that song again Shout out to William and Mary for ruining things. Um, you know what I also love is Defying Gravity. From See, that's why you're friends with Amber and Jossie. Mm-mm, I can't. I love musicals. But give me like Chicago. And all that jazz. Velma Kelly in 2026. 20, I do love Chicago, but. That's my jam. Um, okay. Back to Charizard. Um, what else did they do? They like moved rooms the night before too. And wait, I did get kind of weak. I don't was mean, but I did get weak when they made fun of uh Raquel for listening Galaxy to Galaxy West and doing the star projector. <laughs> and they're like, is she gonna kill us? <laughs> That's when I understood the picture you posted with the little hands. I was like, Raquel reminds me of like one of those amorphous creatures we'd see cartoons of like on Nick Jr. when we were little, you know, like like Allegra's window and stuff where it's like they're not really humans, but we don't know what animal they are either. They're just very happy go lucky. But when she walked in and said, what is going on? She's like, you sleep like this? She's like, yeah. Want to come sleep with me? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I, I mean... Listen, I can't be a hypocrite. I've got the galaxy on my back. Oh my god! Like 
I am Xenon girl of the 21st century, but I can't sleep like that. Me either. Like I need darkness. Awesome. He was around the corner listening to them. I screamed. I was like, I, <laughs> but then I felt bad for her when she was crying in bed by herself. I was it like, was oh, so man. funny. It was so funny. Um, I just love when they were like, she's listening to music and they're like, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I was like, they're so shady. Um, and again, you're talking to a girl that the best thing, one of the best things my mom ever bought me was um, Mary Kate and Ashley had a bedding line at some point with like JC pennies. And I had this comforter that was like kind of like fake silk. Right. But then it had an overlay on top of it with stars cut out. And I was like, this is the shit. So like Raquel, I get it, but you're 28. That's different. <laughs> I mean, I remember I stimulation. Like that's a lot of stimulation for your brain. But I do know like there I do know of other adults like who have like the galaxy, like the lights, like the projector to like do the galaxy thing. Like when they're not when they're asleep, they like have it in their house, like when they're chilling. Oh yeah. Like like not just I'm about to say this really casually. I have a disco ball light for like when people are over if I want to have that kind of party. It was leftover from my mama mia themed birthday. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Um, Pero I don't use that to go to sleep. Meanwhile, me, I barely have any color in my house. Like, just white, gray, browns. (laughs) I know. I have, like, I always, like, vacillate between, like, two styles that I would like to have where it's, like, I want kind of, like, the eccentric maximalist vintage, like, all sorts of bits and bobs design. And then I also want, like, just pure coastal farmhouse. Yeah. I just like uh, a nude look, but blue, I do like a little bit of eclecticness. Blues. But that's why, like, my apartment is, like, I've created, like, little zones. In it. Yeah. I don't like how dark this all is, though. It's giving mask, and that's, like, not ruby. But here we are. <laughs> Renters can't be choosers. <laughs> Go to India, uh, Simone, if you want real estate. Period. Period, poo. Um, but but um, I was also weak at um Raquel when like her and Charlie were like let's just go like w- w- let's just leave and Raquel was like and Lala you're just jealous that Oliver didn't want to make out with you if he wanted to make out with you he would have pulled you on the dance floor and just kind of like mic drop <laughs> I missed that line but I think it's because I was typing shout out to Rachel for setting boundaries and removing herself from a toxic situation yeah. because that also there is like a shred of self-respect in doing that of like, and more than a shred, but I'm like not being very kind to her from what we know now, but like, it was actually very wise. And I think is what differentiates them from the other group of women is like, if I know this isn't good for me, I'm not sticking around. Yeah. I'm going to continually get beaten down. Like that's not the point of this. And so they had enough self-respect to be like, and guess what? We're going to go upset y'all even more and go hang out with all the men you hate. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Shout out to that unfortunately we know you're a really bad person now yeah but in the episode i was like she's making points she's setting boundaries i like that they like had fun and <laughs> charlie was like come down to the barn of fun <laughs> yeehaw giddy up <laughs> i was like charlie you are deranged and i love it i love crazy people yeah charlie was great my cross to bear because then i have to manage the crazy lip balm there. stupid lip balm dry ass hair dry I- ass hair christina kelly Ugh. 
It's so true. Cause I am a KK stan, but facts are facts. <laughs> and guess what? You can like both. Like you can like both people, even if they don't like each other. Again, Paige and Lindsay effect. Yeah. Um, I was weak when like the three that were remaining went to the little like lake party by themselves. And Christina Kelly was dressed like she was going to San Tropez. I'm like, again, did you not watch season four of Orange yeah. County Housewives? Like half of was basically like the way Lala and Katie were dressed. Like yeah. Lala and Katie were dressed the kind of, oh my God, I'm turning red. I'm having a moment. It's like going to Panama City Beach. Like you're not yes. dressing fancy. Florabama Shore. RIP. Remember them? Remember did that? They, did that show get canceled? I think it did. Because I saw some. I mean, they all had kids. Well, two of them had kids. Well, they all had kids or got on drugs or. <gasps> Who's on or drugs? I mean, I'm not saying things on here. I'll find out and send it to you. But I think. <laughs> I'm like, are you making I... things up? Like. Oh, no, there were some people somebody had like, drugs addiction, i think and then well and then we know you know courtney spelled however that was spelled was removed yeah for her own safety i mean she removed herself i think and then i think they were like at the point of removing gus like they that show was making people unstable too quickly yeah so they it's had just a, a, it's just a new day and age they can't do the same things that jersey shore could because <laughs> well they needed to like do what they did when um i guess sammy hadn't left the show oh angelina had left the show like when they added dina is like just find someone else's friend to make yeah but they didn't get canceled because the rest of them were friends yeah i saw them because somebody was tweeting something that they were mad about it and like some other show maybe it was like the real friend have you heard the real friends of weho drama i don't know Mm -hmm. on twitter i haven't watched it yet but i've heard of it well don't watch it that's not what we're saying (laughs) But um, like everyone who watches Drag Race, it got moved from VH1 to MTV this season. And then what MTV did was usually the Drag Race episodes are 90 minutes and it got shortened to 60 minutes so that people would watch Real Friends of WeHo, which was like the worst casted show on earth. Um, Because it was like, well, again, I am not speaking on behalf of the gay community but from what i read on the internet yeah is that they are not most of the cast are not ideal representatives to the community mm. very careful with my words here um and one of the cast members my friends know because apparently he used to live in richmond and stick his tongue down th- people's throats when they didn't want it so whew, there's that and other people on the show are Tadra call moment of silence and brad grusky who if you're an old millennial like us you remember from being a little baby on the rachel zoe project all the time and complaining all the time oh yeah yeah so they were people were upset about that because drag race does need the 90 minutes and i do agree although i kind of got used to the 60 minutes and now they're making it 90 minutes because the weho show's over like they did their little short season and it's kind of like you've seen reality competition shows. You kind of want the episodes to be long when there's a lot of contestants and then be shorter when there's fewer because you can only talk about so much by the end of a season. Of a yeah, comedy. true. Because um, they literally had the most queens this season that they've ever had. They had 16. And so in 60 minutes, we're supposed to see the intro, the mini challenge, the main challenge, and then 16 runway looks and the judgments and the lip sync all in 60 minutes you would literally see an outfit for like a second 
and people and love their we, drag race. There's no way. We were like, <laughs> we were like, wait a minute, like who or what? Like, how do we know who's in the top and who's the bottom? It was a mess.com. Yeah. No. And then on top of that, they put the WeHo show in between the main episode of Drag Race. And then there's something called Untucked, which is like the behind the scenes while the judges are, you know, deliberating. Yeah. So to force in an effort that MTV thought they were going to force people to watch Real Friends of WeHo, they like put it between it. And then all the Nielsen ratings like showed that people literally turned their TV off for an hour, went and did whatever they were going to do, and then turned it back on to watch Untucked afterward. Failed experiment. Yikes. Yikes. Well, now that we've talked about that, um, Floribama should be back on. Oh, that's how we got here. Is that Floribama was like, oh, so y'all are playing this show that everybody hates, but y'all canceled us. <laughs> that's how we got here. I lost track. <laughs> yeah. What I was and what I was talking about. Um, but yes, uh, Lala and Katie knew the assignment for Lake Havasu and dressed like white trash. So that worked out really well for them. And then we saw the boys night. Um, You know, I have a habit of seeing a man for three seconds and thinking he's fine and then retracting. But Mm. I think that Matt, the bartender is cute, but I don't know if it was just the tattoos and that I usually like guys with dark hair and scruff. So I don't know if he just was like from afar a moment. Yeah, I don't even remember what that man was looking like. But I was just like, hey, new person. Well, you know, when you see fresh meat, you're just like, oh, something different on my screen. Yeah. (laughs) And then Sheena showed up and I stopped listening. And then, oh, and then the other three, they went to the bar called BJ's. And I was just like, it was giving 757. It was definitely giving 757. And I very much relate when like Christina Kelly was like, you know, it's kind of like a Coors Lot. Coors Light, Jack Daniels shot kind of place. And I relate to that because like I have specific things I drink most of the time, right? Like it's usually sparkling wine or red wine or tequila. But sometimes when I'm in a place like that, I'm like, I'm not ordering a margarita here or I'm not asking for a glass of like the house wine here. You have to like embrace the culture you're in and you have to do that. That's why I'm always that's why I'm always fucked up at homecoming because I'm like fireball shot. Thanks. Another one. Another one. Oh, you want to do a shot too? Okay. Because, <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not asking for like a French 75 here. You know what I mean? Or I'm not asking for like a tequila soda with a splash of pineapple because it's going to taste like asshole. You yeah, can't. I I much the, prefer the the pubs we have in at our school. You cannot be asking for a craft cocktail. No, you gotta fuck yourself, and then secondly, make the worst drink you've ever had. And that was me in Richmond. Like, you want it me to make like a, what? At most, has to be like a rum and coke. Like, you want a martini? Not here. What you want a rum and coke? A Jack and Coke? You want a um? You were like drinking a, sugar a green soda. tea shot, like you know things like that, but like. We're not making martinis. No. You no. want a Washington apple? Is that what you said? Okay. What is that? It's Crown Royale and uh, like Crown Royale apple and um, cranberry juice. It has a few things in it. I can't remember all the things. Okay. I don't drink Crown. That's why. Oh, God. So much. But yes, I was like, I get it. Like one time I was at a like trash bar and I ordered a Natty Light and one of my friends was like, 
what are you drinking? I'm like, I'm not coming in here asking for Cabernet. Like I'm not trying to draw attention to myself in this bar where I look a little bit beige. And so I don't need people asking questions and then coming to look for me later. Yeah. And then it was confirmed that those three by themselves are boring as hell. Cause then the episode wrapped up real quick. Yep. And that's our super short show. That wasn't super short, but we're here. I mean, I feel like it's our version of short. That's the best yeah. we can do. Y'all Very can be true. us. Um, because we have a lot to give. Are there people of color? Oh, Charlie. <laughs> what? Yeah, we just said I Charlie. Like, I was like, who are we claiming? And then and we all said the Charlie black and Lala went after. Out. Yeah. They appropriate um, cultures and men. Yeah. <laughs> What a mess. Charlie and the black men on this episode. That that was it. You're right. You're Which right. I I stand Lala being like, you know what? I went from Randall. Like I, I'm ready. I'm, I need some spice in my life. Spice up your life. All the yeah. boys and the girls spice up your life. People around the world spice up your life. Okay. Spoken word. Shake it to the left. Shake it to the right. Ah, ah. Go round. Go round. Uh, uh. No, it's um. Chickens to the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that one. I wouldn't say naked, but I'd say chickens to the front. All in the same year. Are we going to hot see y'all hold tight? I see. Yeah. Hold Flamenco, Lombada, but hip hop is harder. We moonwalk and foxtrot and polka, the salsa. Hi, yeah. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Hi, yeah. We're done. You know where to follow us. We keep going. We're Five not. star reviews for not just our show, but our karaoke's. Yeah. Uh, follow us on, on Instagram and Twitter at Pop of Color Pod for more chaotic thoughts. Um, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we are amazing. And come laugh with us. Uh, wild thoughts. That's a Rihanna song. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Rihanna, excuse yeah, I'm gonna go watch Married at First Sight now. So I will catch you all later. I'm or going to sleep. All later. <laughs> go to sleep. Right. Ooh, also rewatching Roni. Kind of sided with Kelly in my rewatch. <laughs> Bethany Stan, fake. Not anymore. Well, we'll have to hear about that after your entire rewatch. Adios, cucarachas. Bye. I'll send that one in a minute. Bye.